0: Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Basketball Championship Finals, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL Futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show part of the believe podcast network and now here's your host cam rogers it's lock it in with cam rogers part of sports map radio big thank you again to nolan carroll for coming on the program really fun conversation with him We now change gears to the US Open, the 122nd edition, this go around at the country club back for the first time since 1988, Curtis Strange beat Nick Faldo in a playoff both were tied at six under par. Also, U.S. opens in 1913 and 1963. Of course, Francis, we met one in 1913 as an amateur. It's a par 70, 7,200 yards. Matt Fitzpatrick, who's in the field, won the 2013 U.S. amateur here. The course was founded in 1882. A lot of history to this track, and it really doesn't have... A U.S. Open type of feel in the sense of it plays long and the rough is super, super long. It's not like winged foot. I think it's going to be more like Pebble Beach without the water. That's what I'm hearing. Went through an extensive renovation by Gil Hans. Really small greens, 4,300 square feet on average. The second smallest greens in major championship history. So, ball striking is going to be paramount this week. Only two par fives, so not a lot of birdie opportunities, which is the case typically for a U.S. Open, but certainly for a U.S. Open with a par 70. Lots of uneven lies, blind approach shots, odd angles. I think we're going to see a mixture of different types of golfers here in contention. So, short hitters, but also long hitters. Short game artists, but also ball strikers. I don't think this is going to be a bomber's paradise per se, especially when we're talking about a 7,200-yard par 70, right? So somebody like a Jordan Spieth, a Matt Fitzpatrick. These guys should perform well here this week because this track sort of suits their game, especially Jordan Spieth. I like him a lot this week. He's inside my top 10 in terms of the power rankings. Past winners, listen, it's the who's who of Bombers. John Rom, Bryson DeChambeau, Gary Woodland, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. But I think the theme is going to change a little bit here this week. So keep that in mind at the Country Club. It's going to be quite an interesting test of golf. The weather looks pretty decent, fairly warm. I don't think the wind is really going to be a factor the defense on this golf course is really the rough and the sand at play. A lot of these greens are, shall we say, covered up or guarded by bunkers. So the bump and run methodology is not going to work here this week at the U.S. Open. That was sort of the theme at Winged Foot where Bryson DeChambeau just basically ripped driver off the tee all that he could and then When he was in the rough, he had these short shots into the greens and he could bump it up from the rough. And that's not going to be the case here this week at the U.S. Open. A lot more artistry is going to be required here around these greens. So for somebody like a Patrick Reed or a Tommy Fleetwood or a Kevin Na, all these guys playing well around the greens, they should be factors here this week. So the US Open is going to be quite a fun tournament to watch. Taking a look at the favorites here this week, courtesy of Bet Online, Rory McIlroy is the favorite, not Scotty Scheffler. McIlroy 11 to 1 to win the US Open this week, coming off a victory at the RBC Canadian Open. Justin Thomas 12 to 1, Scotty Scheffler 15 to 1 along with John Rahm. Cam Smith, Xander Shoffley in the twenties at twenty-two to one. Patrick Cantley twenty-five to one. Jordan Spieth, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Will Zalatoris, Sam Burns all twenty-eight to one. So those are the favorites here this week. I did not mention Colin Morikawa. He's at thirty to one. Same with Victor Hovland at thirty-five to one. Let's get to my best bets here. For the U.S. Open, my pick to win, Xander Schauffele at 22-1, simply built for U.S. Opens. He was 5th, T6, T3, 5th, T7, 5 straight top 10s at the U.S. Open. Only Bobby Jones has a longer streak of top 10s at the U.S. Open, 1920-1926. to 1926. Seventh on tour in strokes gained T to green. Eighth in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. The best sand player in this field. Top 10 in bogey avoidance as well. That will always help you at a U.S. Open. I think it is time for Xander Shoffley to make that next step. He won the Olympics. He won the gold for the golf circuit, if you will. And so I think it's time for him to get a major championship. The US Open resume speaks for itself. I like Xander's chances here this week to get it done 22 to 1. Some top 10 plays here this week. Sunjay Im at 4 to 1. He's finished no worse than T21 in any event since the Players' Championship, gaining over 16 strokes combined, T to green, in the last two events. Fantastic driver of the golf ball the ball striking in general has been great he's amazing at saving par number one in this field in scrambling number two in bogey avoidance that is going to be key this week sunjay m for a top 10 and honestly has a really good chance at winning this major championship this week plus 400 for a top 10 same for will zalatoris ninth on tour in greens in regulation gained clearly built for major championships runner-up at the pga and the masters in 2021 five top tens over his last seven starts really long off the tee fantastic ball striker overall the putter has been his bugaboo but i think he can figure it out here this week at the country club will zalatoris plus 270 for a top 10. Daniel Berger for a top 10, plus 425, two top 10s at the U.S. Open in his last four appearances, fourth in strokes gained approach over the last 50 rounds, coming off a top five finish at the Memorial. Love Daniel Berger at plus 425 for a top 10 finish. Some value for top 20s as well. One of the villains on the PGA Tour, Patrick Reed, 3-2-1 3-2-1 for a top 20. Hasn't finished worse than 31st in his last five U.S. Opens. Has some of the best hands on the PGA Tour, or I guess you can say the Live Golf Tour now. That's where he's headed. Eighth and sand-save percentage as well. He's a grinder. I think a top 20 finish is certainly in the realm of possibility for Patrick Reed. Same for Brian Harmon at plus 425. Top 25 in strokes gained total. Over the last 24 rounds, despite not being long off the tee, he's had plenty of success at U.S. Opens. He was 19th last year, runner up in 2017. Brian Harmon should like this golf course. It's a shorter track, more about target golf. I think he will have a good week. Francesco Molinari is playing This week as well, I have him for a top 20, plus 500. Not doing anything amazing on tour, but recent form tends to not matter for him at major championships. Three straight top 25s at the U.S. Open. Top 20 in his last tour start at the Memorial. Difficult golf course there at Muirfield Village. So I love the value here. Plus 500 for Francesco Molinari to get a top 20 finish And the 2012 U.S. Open champion, Webb Simpson, for a top 20, plus 280. Hasn't really had a great year due to injury, but he was top 20 at the PGA Championship and has been really steady at the U.S. Open prior to a missed cut last year, 8th, 16th, 10th, and 35th. Again, a winner here in 2012 at the Olympic Club, Webb Simpson for a top 20. Why not? Then some props here. Top Canadian, Adam Hadwin, plus 325. Really only competing against Corey Connors in this grouping, and Connors has a really bad U.S. Open resume so far. He's going to have to figure out making the weekend number one and then contending from there. Adam Hadwin, I think, has better U.S. Open experience. It's nothing to write home about, but still, I think he's better than Corey Connors here this week, plus 325. How about this prop top live golf player over at bet online. Patrick Reed is eight to one competing against the likes of Sam Horshfield and Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson. But I think Patrick Reed sets up well here this week at the country club. Dustin Johnson is not playing good golf right now. So I'm off him big time. Top Scandinavian Alex Norin. At plus 320, one of the ultimate grinders on the PGA Tour. Hits a million fairways. His ball striking has been really good so far here in 2022. Did not play well at the PGA Championship, but I like this golf course better for Alex Noren. So for top Scandinavian at plus 320, you like the value a lot there. And then top South African, Louis Ustazen, plus 163 here. Not much competition in this grouping. He is on the Live Golf Tour now. Didn't play all that great last week in London. I'm not too concerned about that. His U.S. Open resume is fantastic. So for Louis Ustazen this week, I think he is in for at least a decent week making the cut and maybe... Finishing inside the top 25, something along those lines. But top South African Louis Ooste is in plus 163 there. And then just going through the rest of my power rankings here. Some other notable names: Jordan Spieth would love him for a top 10 here this week at the Country Club. Over his past 50 rounds, Spieth has gained 1.24 strokes per round from tee to green, which is the 11th best mark of anyone in this field. Love Tony Finau this week as well. He's lost some distance off the tee, but he's still pretty long. Runner-up last week at the Canadian Open. Fifth in strokes gained tee to green over the last 24 rounds. Seventh in strokes gained around the green over the last 24 rounds as well. So that short game is really good. Top tens at the 2020 and 2018 U.S. Open. So the resume in terms of major championships in general for Tony Finau is certainly there let's talk about matt fitzpatrick he won the 2013 u.s amateur here fifth at the pga championship only his second top 10 in a major but that's significant because that can perhaps propel him here into the next phase of his career and even winning a major championship here this week t12 at chinnecock and pebble the 2018 and 2019 u.s open so Some decent finishes there as well. I certainly like Matt Fitzpatrick. He's number nine in terms of my power rankings here this week. But when it's all said and done, Xander Shoffley is my pick to win the United States Open here this week. Coming up on the other side, right here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers, I give my thoughts on Phil Mickelson and that press conference that he had this week. The disaster, which it was. How will he perform at the US Open here this week? I'll talk about it coming up on the other side, right here on the Believe Hour, part of Sports Map Radio. And welcome back to Lock It In with Cam Rogers, part of the Believe Hour here on Sports Map Radio. Cam Rogers with you, wrapping up the hour, giving my thoughts now on Phil Mickelson's tumultuous week so far. What can we expect from the six-time major champion as he tries to go for the career Grand Slam as a suspended member of the PGA Tour? It's a wild story. And if Phil Mickelson makes the cut this week, that should honestly be a success for him because he's dealing with a lot right now. Let's talk about the press conference that he had earlier this week. It was hard to watch at times. He seemed uncomfortable, awkward, even unprepared at times. And listen, you would think he was huddled up with his PR team readying his answers here for all of these questions that he was going to get from media members. And he looked woefully unprepared at times. Spoke for 30 minutes on end with really nothing to provide. I think what he should have done is just said, listen, guys, $200 million guaranteed. Next question. And then move on. But he was dancing around these questions, saying that live golf was great for the game. It's going to help him out with his work-life balance. Phil, it's about the $200 million. Guaranteed. Anyway, anyway, It was a brutal press conference to watch. And in terms of this week here for Phil Mickelson, I don't expect him to contend. His odds are very long out there in terms of the betting market. I think what he has going for him is this could be a scramble fest of sorts where everybody is missing greens because these greens are so small. And so if this becomes a wedge game, if you will, then Phil could contend but I don't think it's going to happen. Honestly, I would not be surprised to see him miss the cut this week amid all of the distractions and what have you. So for Phil Mickelson, he is now the ambassador, if you will, of the Live Golf Tour. He's playing on the Live Golf Tour, reportedly going to be able to play in these major championships, at least for now. We shall see. But for Phil Mickelson... It could be a difficult week at the country club in terms of contending. So there you go. This has been Lock It In with Cam Rogers right here on Believe. Thank you so much for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at Rogers 99 Continue the conversation with me. Enjoy the week of golf, and I'll talk to you all very, very soon.